0: Thanks for tuning in to our very first episode, an introduction episode to your host and to the show. Um, And we are your host. I am Vanessa.
1: And I'm Sarah Austin. And this podcast sounds exhausting.
0: And it's going to probably not be as exhausting as it normally is for this one right this one's gonna be like lighthearted, fun get to yeah. know your host get to yeah. know what you're getting into before you you know hit play and hear about masturbating with the crucifix for example
1: right right get a little
0: warning <laughs> <laughs> we're crude
1: yeah a little bit of uh introductions i have some like fun uh, weird news articles that I want to share with you and get your take on. But I think mostly this episode Who, me? is going to be, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I think mostly this episode is going to be, um, you know, for people that don't know us, kind of get to know us a little bit. We're going to tell you a little bit about the show, what to expect in the future in future episodes. And, uh, hopefully you'll subscribe and, and yeah, it's a good episode for people perfect.
0: just scrolling through looking for a new podcast. This is a good first episode to check out to see if this is it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so this is this podcast. Sounds exhausting. Uh, We're going to talk about all things exhausting emotionally
0: and physically. Yes, (laughs) you will throw up. Yeah,
1: anything you you know that can be considered exhausting. Um, So that's anywhere from what are we doing? True crime, yeah, true crime, pop culture, yeah, uh, current events yeah de- divisive,
0: divisive divisive
1: topics yeah taboo yeah. topics Taboo, like that yeah like,
0: exactly.
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like uh, butt sex and stuff right <laughs> <laughs> you know whatever's on our minds that day
0: see Sarah if you were scrolling through and you heard that you'd be like butt sex I'm wait a second
1: favorite <laughs> this might be for me is it my birthday <laughs> <laughs> is it my, <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, my anniversary yeah. So a little bit about us. Uh, Vanessa and I have been friends for how
0: many years now? Uh, like 15, 17. Well, it used to be 15. And then we have continued <laughs> the age. Right. But so, right. so we met in high school. Yeah. Uh, and we, <laughs> we didn't match at all, which is oh. great. So, so I was not out of the closet yet. I was a tomboy. I had long hair. People called me Kid Rock because I just didn't do anything with my hair. I had you probably remember like Kid Rock hair. It was like parted down the middle, down the middle, blonde, yeah, dirty blonde, right. I didn't do nothing with it, and I would wear a a plain white shirt if you remember, and then Mm -hmm. some Dickies, some Vans, yeah. And I even had these chains that you made fun of me for wearing. I don't remember. I had a necklace and a bracelet, one the silver chains that you'd get at the mall. Yeah, rightly so. I made fun of (laughs) it. Well, everybody else thought. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Did they? (laughs) And uh, Sarah, which we should, this is great. We got to post that high school photo of yours on our Instagram, which is uh, TP. What is it? You made it. What is it?
1: Uh, You can find us on Instagram at tpse podcast. I just got it set up and we'll be using that for reference photos after each episode. And then just little insights into like what we're on Facebook
0: if you're not privy like i'm not privy to instagram facebook is just this podcast sounds exhausting it's pretty simple yep
1: Yep. you can find us on facebook there or you can go to our website uh at this podcast sounds and they'll they'll just link you back to all the things we just told that's right in an
0: endless loop congratulations
1: (laughs) yeah and just you know if if you feel up to it you can follow us subscribe to us all that good stuff so
0: uh, if this goes to my plan which Mm -hmm. i have to get approval from the boss who that's right if you don't know is sarah yes and uh there is a high school photo of her and she's got short jet black hair it's cut pretty short on the back maybe two inches spiked hot pink
1: it was like the um, let me talk to your manager, manager. before it yeah. was the let me I'm, talk to your manager haircut yeah, it was, back it, was when it was just like emo haircut Emo,
0: yeah exactly and she's got you know eyeliner she's got the whole thing but she's got a Marilyn mansion shirt on which i think i got that for you and your handcuff uh <laughs> Not handcuffs, I'm but of like, earrings. No, no, no,
1: yeah. They're earrings that are handcuffs, and I'm like 14. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did and not understand the implication. Took a
0: photo of her watch, and it had like these spikes on it, because, you know, she had to let everyone know, fuck you, I'm a rebel, right? Yeah. Uh conformist mm-hmm. But um, tell them what the, the yearbook person wrote in there, because it was very passive-aggressive, wasn't it? It was oh, like kind of rude. Surprisingly, it's, not, right? it's
1: actually, it's about my I think it's no maybe it is about the bracelets they took no, two separate photos of me one is of my hair and uh the other one is of my accessories and I think it says something like Sarah combines uh, these black and pink bracelets with a spiked watch and surprisingly it looks great Yeah. <laughs> rude. it did fucking look great
0: I was with you that day they took that photo you remember?
1: Yeah, you almost so didn't did. do it. I know.
0: You were not about that's that. Very
1: conformist of me. You almost
0: told her to go fuck herself. I know, I know. but I did
1: it, and secretly, I was—I was pretty happy.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I don't think I was featured in it just because. What are they? I'm just—I just was out of the way. You know what I mean? You stood out. Everybody knew to stay away from you. Yeah. you were Very outspoken with teachers, so you were outspoken against the adults.
1: I was just you a were. rebel without a cause. I had a lot For of sure. shit to be angry about, and. Uh, didn't know how to be angry about it. So I was just angry at the
0: world. I only had friends in many different groups because I think it's because I was the first one, because this is a new high school in Surprise, Arizona, right? And when it first opened, they didn't let all four grades. It was ninth and 10th grade. Sarah was a ninth grader. I was a 10th grader at the time. So my class was poised to be the inaugural class, right? And in 11th grade, which I think is when we were friends already, I turned 18. Mm-hmm. And I was the first one on campus to be 18 and have a car. I was the only car parked in the student parking lot when right. that first started, right? So I'm the one with the car, so suddenly I have friends, right? Yeah. Um, but we didn't, there's no way we matched. You were surrounded by your, I call them your minions, your followers, right? They all. People. The cool people, right? They were all, <laughs> you know, nonconformists as well. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I think you made out with my girlfriend. I did. Uh, yeah, at the time, my girlfriend <laughs> at the time. And uh, I thought you were so cool. I wanted to talk to you. Um, so, so her name is Sarah, by the way. That's her given name without an H. because my that's
1: God-given cool. name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in high school, it was Sarah, wasn't it? Listen. You too cool for your name.
1: I couldn't. I hated the name Sarah. I thought it sounded really preppy and stupid. And so when I moved from one town to another to this brand new school, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm just gonna have a brand new name. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't just like make up any name I want. Like, my stripper name would be Bambi. You literally Fox did anything
0: better. else you wanted, but that you didn't <laughs> wanna do.
1: I was like, okay, well, what's the easiest way I can transform Sarah? Oh, I'll just tell everyone my name is Sarah. Sarah, yeah. So You're that's so cool. literally, I still have friends that only refer to me as Sarah. In fact, it took you 10 years to not call me Sarah.
0: I called you Sarah in high school and you would bitch me out. So you had me like, I was scared of a punch if I called right. you Sarah. So yeah, I'm still scared of a punch with you sometimes. <laughs> I am
1: <laughs> over the Sarah thing though.
0: <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. Uh, so I, uh, so I was pretty socially awkward, I'd say. And so my one thing that was an in with everybody is that I was funny. I could make everybody laugh. Didn't the group they were in. I was a pretty good class clown. I thought, um, so I thought I'd say something funny to you. And it, this is a testament to how not alike we are, and how, uh, how probably I'm not funny because <laughs> I said something to you like, I heard you gave my girlfriend SARS because at the, the time SARS. SARS was a big thing in 2002 or something right. like that, 2003. Um, and it went right over her head, she didn't care at all, it wasn't funny. I don't think she said one word to me, and that was just the end of it, like, okay, bye. And uh, so I felt pretty deflated, <laughs> but I uh I caught you on your way between classes down the stairs, didn't I? Yeah. And I said something to you because the door was already open at that point. Right. And Sarah says that she was probably heavily medicated that day because she was very manic, if you will, right? So you're more talkative. Yeah. At that just it just I was happened. having a good day. Yeah. And um, somehow in one flight of stairs walking normal speed she managed to just sum up everything going on in her life. I'm on a lot of medication. I'm bipolar. I'm da-da-da, da da Okay, we'll see you later. Right. And it parted ways. Yeah. And I was just dumped with like a plethora of information I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know what any of it mean. There was no easy access to internet at the time. I couldn't Google what you said to me. Right. I just had to be like, okay, well, at least you didn't tell me to go fuck myself.
1: At that point in my life as a angsty teenager, I think it was a... Maybe a coping mechanism or something to like. If I met somebody new, just tell them all of these like horrible right. facts about me, and okay. then if they like, if they were scared off, cool. I didn't need you around anyways. And if it, if you still liked me afterwards, if you still
0: wanted to get to know me, then awesome. I have right. all that shit out of the way. See, See I know. think that's what we have in common. Because to me, with that reminds me of is how I, um, I have a saying when I describe myself to people and that's, you ever been in a situation where there's that big elephant in the room? I'm the person giving it a name. Like not only am I pointing it out, but I'm getting into it. I'm giving Addressing it a name.
1: it. And yeah, exactly.
0: So <laughs> I thought that that's kind of what you were doing in a way, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I did, I had a car, so that worked out really well. Cause then we could just hang out whenever. And, um, and Sarah- you can buy me cigarettes. Not true. (laughs) Didn't happen. (laughs) Yes, she did. Shannon, don't listen to her. That's not true. You had them. Admit it. You
1: already had them. When I look back, I always had cigarettes. Neither
0: of my parents smoked. I don't know how I always had. They just magically appeared. Hold on. Without getting into too much crazy detail, let's explain. Would you agree that I'm probably the top three most straight arrow person you were hanging out with at that time. Absolutely. Do gooder, right? Yes. I mean, you were trouble. Isn't that yes. right? Yeah. So um uh so I liked rap. I liked D twelve at the time. Sarah did not. She did not like rap at all. She despised it. She liked Marilyn Manson instead. This was before Manson and Eminem even collabed. Yeah. So um and she it, my babysitter when I was little liked Marilyn Manson and I saw his video where he dresses up as the Pope. So I just had this real bad image of him. He scared me. I was raised hyper-religious and made me nervous. And so Sarah goes, comes out of computer class with something she printed off. She's like, I wrote this poem. And anything she would do, I would just say, oh, it's amazing, right? So I'd read this poem. I said, this is really good. It's really well-written. I liked it. She's like, yeah, that's – I didn't write that. That's Marilyn Manson lyrics. Took the paper and fucked off. (laughs) (laughs) Now you like Marilyn Manson, huh? Now I like (laughs) Marilyn Manson. But now you like some rap, don't you? You I do very
1: much. Yeah. 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 So
0: um, I've definitely kinda,
1: opened up my my musical tastes. <laughs>
0: that's kind of a juvenile, micro example, really, of our entire friendship, though, isn't it? Where yeah. It's just we we found somehow we two disagreeable people found a way to agree and like what the other person likes, or
1: yeah. And you now know, as adults, we do have very different lives. Yeah. You know, I'm a married mom of three boys um in michigan i live in michigan now uh moved back to michigan about a year and a half ago uh Vanessa's still in arizona um my day to day is i'm well i'm a cosmetology student right now but i'm mostly just a stay at home mom or domestic goddess as i like to say um <laughs> don't you make that face at me i didn't um, make a face <laughs> and doing this baby shark that's (laughs) your life that is really my life right now um so our day-to-day lives are very different but at the end of the day we're still single
0: i'm working yeah i focus on work i consider your kids like my god kids if you will yes um and i have no one to spoil with so it goes to the boys i love them right i think i have a pretty good relationship with them
1: we are definitely a family.
0: I'm friends with Mr. X. Yes, that's the husband. The husband. Um, Who, uh,
1: we're calling him Mr. X for now because I haven't. Because
0: it's none really- of your business, people. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. You were going to be polite to our listeners. Go ahead. I
1: I haven't discussed with him um whether or not he like you know wants his actual name used or anything like that. So for this episode, yeah, yeah. He'll want us to
0: promo his stuff and then we'll we'll get to pull him out of the husband closet.
1: Yeah, for sure. He also does like our sound stuff and our webpage and things like that. So he's, you know, we're all like a family, you know, and at the end of the day, even though we have these seemingly different lives, we're still the first people that each other call when something's on our mind.
0: She literally, no, not just that. Just, no,
1: not just that.
0: <laughs> I had a trip planned out there two days before it. This is in February, right, for my birthday.
1: Of 2017? La- uh, Without getting too of
0: date. But what did you say? Did you just say my birthday?
1: I said of 2017.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and um, I get a call from Sarah. Very calm, very monotone call. And she very calmly explained to me that she had just completely broken her ankle she was outside in the snow her dog got a a case of the zoomies and hit her full speed and literally you guys will have to post those photos i'm sorry we have your (laughs) leg after surgery okay yeah and she broke it and i thought i was getting an update about what's transpired then lo and behold she is sitting there with her ankle dangling detached waiting for the ambulance (laughs) And she called me to tell me not to cancel my trip because she knew I was going to see on Facebook or something when Mr. X would post something. Right. She didn't want me to freak out and cancel my trip. So she very calmly called me, literally in shock with yes. her foot dangling. She can operate in shock. I, I can operate in shock, but that's because of my, you know, time at the sheriff's office or whatever. But I was thoroughly in-, in prison or anything. No, I was running it. <laughs> but... Uh, you impressed me with that because you were completely in shock and you just, you know, information. I still had to get shit done. And when the information, yeah, you sure did. When the right. information had passed and we were on the phone, there was some pausing there because I was processing for a moment. And I could feel the shock subsiding and the pain setting in for Sarah. And she she, she kept it together. But... Um, that's another example of how we are. We're, <laughs> we'll we we'll fucking break our leg during this podcast and we will finish this show. Yeah, because <laughs> we have shit to do. That's right. We're very busy people. <laughs> we're very
1: busy. And I live in like a perpetual state of exhaustion.
0: Um, so it really is like the perfect podcast for us. Well, let, me, <laughs> let me explain how I explained it to your sister. I told your sister, I said, even though it's a hit or miss with our good conversations. Right. And we've had them over the years. There's Mm -hmm. too many to count. Right. Right. And, um, even though eight out of 10 times, they're just mundane, same old, same old stuff. First of all, we still do it. We still involved in it. We still talk. I, I, I text you almost every morning. Good morning. And, um, I don't always expect a response, but the, po- the point is, is I don't have kids to raise. I don't have things that are going to come up that are going to pull me away. So mm-hmm. I always, if, I don't think I've told you this. I always initiate that first text just because even though we're going really strong with our friendship and everything like that, yeah, we know because this has happened to us that people can disappear from each other. Yeah. And that can uh, that week where it's not a big deal, it's only been a week since I've heard from Sarah, which would be a big deal now. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, if three days pass, we'd be like worried about each other at this yeah. point. But a week turns into a month, doesn't it? And I'm sure there's yeah. people out there who know that because adults are out trying to live their lives. And Sarah said it best when we reconnected um, a couple years ago. She said, listen, relationships take work, whether they're friendship relationships or w- whatever. Yep. They, take work, they, they take effort and they take mutual work and, and effort. Yeah. Um, when the other is behind, like you, with your kids and your family in this hectic life, that's when the other person comes in, isn't it? Yeah. To keep that line of communication open, and I might be busy, but I still, I still try to do one thing a day. What did I do today to do something, a drop of water into this plant of a friendship, if you will, metaphorically speaking, right? And I think we do that pretty well, and that's gonna that that's only been going on a couple of years, solid, right? Because we had our long break, Mm -hmm. but I think that one day we'll be sixty, and it'll be fifty years going. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think
1: it really is because of these conversations and things that we're able to have with each other. And we both, I think, use comedy as kind of a coping mechanism, you know, when we're talking about tough, tough subjects and, and especially things that we disagree on or that we're having a hard time, like seeing from the other person's perspective point of view
0: even when uh, we're upset with each other absolutely still cracking a little yeah yeah. yeah you know because it just which is rare by the way we rarely get upset with each other i mean very rarely because the moment someone knows someone's upset someone's uh, sorry
1: well because yeah. we're adults now too
0: right and because we're we're well i see adults who are very selfish uh, selfish and egotistical and they're more concerned with being right than they are with making amends in some cases That's true. And I'm not. I'm not concerned with that. I've always said Sarah um, is somebody who brings out the best in me, and that's a big part of it. Yeah. Because I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be right. I don't care about those things. I want to have a healthy friendship with you. Right. You know what I mean.
1: Real, genuine conversations, whether or not we're on the same page or not. You know, it doesn't matter. We can still. We still have the, the ability to have a dialogue and have a back and forth. And I think a lot of the times we're on the same page. Um, yeah. But sometimes it takes a, like a lot of conversation for us to like get to that point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing we do is when there's a disconnect, we don't avoid it, right? We ask questions. I'll just say, hey, well, what do you mean? What is this, 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 and this, and this? And when it's we're so used to each other. We're so comfortable with each other. We don't really follow social norms and social cues. And what I mean by that is you're not going to hear a lot of politeness. You might even think no. we're being rude other if you're an outsider yeah. but yeah. we're not we're just very abrupt with each other very forthcoming and, and very witty with our little clapbacks with each other yeah um, sarah's probably the only person in my life i've met that can actually keep up with that kind of stuff i even told your sister you're better at it <laughs> um, i did and she's like yeah she's sounds like you're whipped <laughs> I was right. like because she's good at it right she's you're very quick so yeah. um, so I try to be too So that's kind of what's going to come up We'll probably have a structured episode about some true crime stuff Neverland, R. Kelly documentaries um, I just sent you an article today About some asshole murdering some kid Or something And you want to talk about that in an episode But watch how that tangents into something else yeah. Or you know what I mean Oh yeah Or you'll be in the middle of saying something that you didn't think had any humor to it. And then I'll just whip in there with something witty. Same thing with our practice episode. We did a practice episode before this for friends and family.
1: It's on our Facebook page if you guys want to check it out.
0: Yeah. And I was uh, talking about a documentary I watched and Sarah was just, you know, constantly interrupting me with the funniest shit. It was amazing. Uh, People loved it.
1: Yeah. Not in a rude
0: way. That's what I'm trying to say. Some people would think that's rude. It's not rude. That's great for podcasting. No, so, and
1: it literally is how we have conversations with each other.
0: Exactly like why I, we're doing this.
1: Podcast. I love like the research side of things. That's why I like um true crime. I like sci-fi stuff. You I shout like out to your girls that do that podcast. Why not? Oh yeah, like I'm a my huge, favorite murder. I'm a huge lover of my favorite murder. I'm sure you've all heard of. I'm a huge fan of last podcast on the left, which I'm sure you've all heard of. Um, So I love listening to things like that. I love research. I love learning new things. Um, I love deep dives into things. Um, And a lot of that stuff is stuff that Vanessa didn't, well, you didn't really care to like look it up on your own, but you enjoy
0: when I tell you about things. Well, I I do the same thing you do, but I do it with other subjects, Exactly. So we come together and it's like, hey, what I don't know, she knows. Same right. thing for you. What I don't know Vanessa knows, I'm sure. Yes. Um, And that's that creates a good balance, a good dynamic. That's two full groups of people that would yeah. probably enjoy the show. So, Sarah, wanna, you were describing it on the practice episode, but describe it again in a little bit more detail about you kind of did like the Dana Scully Fox Molder. You're kind of out there. Yeah, and then I really yeah. In, yeah. Right?
1: You're very much the like Dana, Dana Scully to my Fox Molder, right? minus
0: the cross necklace. <laughs>
1: And the pantsuit. Dana. <laughs> and the, you know, Bob haircut.
0: I just uh, straight to wear a suit. I don't need a Hillary Clinton one. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. Give the me a regular ads.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um where I uh very much love like the weirder, obscure side of shit. Like sure. I I love watching true crime stuff. Reading about it, I love aliens, sci-fi, conspiracies, conspiracies, but like in a
0: not in not in a degree. We're not talking Alex Jones conspiracies. Conspiracies that are like you know they carry a little weight with them. Um, because Sarah's not Sarah's. Sarah likes conspiracies to the point where it doesn't make her uh make it or her unhealthy I guess is because there's yeah. very unhealthy conspiracies out there.
1: Well, and I can a- I absolutely have a good grasp on fantasy versus reality. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: so, <have> to.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I can separate those things and enjoy them for what they are. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. Um like I really love the fact that uh Jimmy Carter uh, you know, invited aliens here and set up a, a peace treaty and they're now living, uh, underground in air. Okay.
0: All right. Let's um, not get ahead of ourselves.
1: <laughs> we'll maybe do an episode on that sometime <laughs> where I can tell Vanessa Tyler all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I very much like, like that kind of thinking. That's kind of my niche niche. I, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. Well, here's an example. And this is how the podcast idea actually came up. It was during my last trip out there, which was this past February of 2018. And um, Sarah has gotten into podcasts. And I never tire of learning new things about you, by the way. It was February Uh,
1: 2019.
0: 19, right. I'm still stuck in 18. (laughs) But um, so I'm learning all these new things about her, like she's really into podcasts. Never would have thought in a million years she'd be into it. And she's playing Star Talk with my guy, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I my mind just went blank. Cause I was just like absorbing that moment. I was just like, this is great. My, my best friend is more somebody I like already. And she was listening to podcasts. I love talk radio. I'm a huge Howard Stern fan, Howard and Robin. Um, Sarah Navahy talks about that. I admit Howard Stern was a very egotistical misogynist, et cetera, in the nineties, late nineties, even early 2000, maybe, but he's really cleaned up. I think, um, anyways, moving on from that, uh, <laughs> He, um, shit that phone ringing threw me off here uh, I
1: not hear it so don't oh
0: and uh, I learned that you're a big reader and I didn't know that and it really yeah. bothered me that I didn't know that but if you think about it reading is something um, I
1: do like for myself it's like you can't my... read
0: when you're on the phone though and we spend all of our time connecting yeah. over the phone or over video chat and when I'm out there you're not so just rude that you book. just pick up right. a book and say hey can you find off I was so me? rude though to say I need to go take a nap <laughs> <laughs> You were not rude, <laughs> at least once uh, a day. <laughs> well, listen, maybe intermittent naps are a, a necessity for friendships. And we oh, weren't really, I like I said, for a full week. So I mean, come on. Perpetual state of exhaustion. I always need a nap. No, that's true. Continue. And that's okay. Well, I didn't make it a big deal. I didn't care. <laughs> no, of course not. A nap. No. I enjoyed my time. I got to play Fortnite without you making fun of me for it.
1: That's true. You know what I mean.
0: Yeah. But I learned that, and I was just like, she's telling me she went to the library. She went to these books. I was like, super impressed. Uh, and she's really into these podcasts and I just was like, listen, you want to start a podcast? Yeah. And she said, absolutely. <laughs> what, yeah. what took you so long to ask? And, um, we follow a Facebook page called that relationship sounds exhausting, which this is hilarious. I got Exhausting relationship, yeah. relationship, right? And it was so funny cause she would tag that page. <laughs> I didn't know about this page. She tagged that page so I could see her comments on things. And she would comment on like Kanye West and whatever her name is or someone else in a terrible okay. relationship. Okay. And, um, she would actually say that about my ex who, you know, cheated on me and all this bullshit. (laughs) This relationship sounds (laughs) exhausting. (laughs) That was like the end of every discussion, wasn't it? After I tell you everything is going on, of course she was sweet. Of course she listened. Of course she gave advice. Of course she encouraged me to work it out with, with this person and all that stuff. But, um, at a point it got, you know, the encouragement should have been to, to do what's best for me. But anyways. I, I was like, we'll call it this podcast is exhausting because we'll literally have exhausting conversations like I was getting into earlier, even though eight out of 10 of the conversations are mundane, uh, uh, repetitive. They're not mundane to us though. We enjoy those. Hearing yeah, about yeah. But we will find this magical time where your kids aren't crazy or something. And, oh, well, they are, but it just is a right. ten, 10 second interruption. Yeah. And we'll just go on these tangents for hours and talk. Yeah. We'd be on video chat talking about something so intense that Sarah would start tearing up and crying, mm-hmm. not bawling, but she yeah. would, you know, it would, it would cause emotions and things. And, and the conversation would be great. And then after two hours, Sarah would say, Well, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I need to go to bed because we just process so much, or I need to go bath, or whatever you do. And uh, so that's how we came up with the name. You loved it the instant I said it. Yep, this podcast sounds exhausting because we're going to talk about all that shit that we talk about. We are going to force ourselves into yeah. those great conversations, yeah, and um, uh, uh, and force that to happen. And yeah. we're going to force you all to listen to it.
1: Well, and yeah. like I said in the friends and family episode, some of it is just me exhausting Vanessa. <laughs> like-
0: That's true too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Vanessa exhausting me. You know, she's brought up topics before that were really tough for me to, like, process or voice an opinion on. Um, and so I've been like, fuck, I'm just, I'm already exhausted in this yeah. conversation I hasn't even started. But I'm still already can... invested in it. I, gotta keep yeah. going.
0: I can read you pretty well. And yeah. um, you, uh, I could tell when you're just, like, not... <laughs> Like, I'm bringing up something, and you're, like, not super interested in it or something. Or, or I'm just not ready for it. You're dreading that exhaustion, yeah. and then it kind of happens, and then you yeah. kind of roll with it, and then it has, ends up being a great conversation. So you're a good friend in that regard. You don't just say no when you want to every single time right. with those conversations, and they end up being pretty good.
1: Well, because like I explained to you the last time you we were here, when uh, we were watching the movie, we were really stoned, and we uh, put
0: on... <laughs> I was... Okay, I was.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I might have been a little more stoned than Vanessa. We put on this movie. Um, about halfway through, we go and take a smoke break because uh Vanessa it was and Mandy, I, by the way. Mandy, Nicholas Cage.
0: Nicholas is fucking crazy ass movie.
1: Listen, I cannot attest for the movie sober, but I can say stoned, it was fantastic.
0: I agree, but you were gonna say <laughs> the conversation we yeah. had during the smoke break, which is about this, so go ahead.
1: Yeah, we took a smoke break. Um and she's like, "What's wrong? You know, she could see this like look on my face. Are you okay? Is everything all right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just like, uncomfortable. really uncomfortable." You know? And she's like, "Well, you want to put something else on? Bob's Burgers or something? That's always like my go-to if I'm feeling down." Yeah. Um, or The Office. And I'm like, "No, it's it's a good uncomfortable." She's or like, "What the fuck do you mean? A good like who fuck wants to feel uncomfortable?" And I'm like, "Right, I like it. I like." that uncomfortable feeling sometimes it makes me think it makes me consensual my own head yeah yeah I'm choosing to be uncomfortable right like it's my choice to be uncomfortable in this moment whether it's a conversation or a movie or a book or something because I've read a lot of books that I have to like stop for a second like I need a I need a breather right um I like that feeling of uncomfortability. I think it's healthy. And I think people should put themselves in in more conversations that make them uncomfortable. I think they should listen to more um, outside opinions. I think that they should read more outside opinions. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Like Talk about these things, that little thing that you've always really wanted to know about or really found interesting and nobody else really does start talking about it. Yeah. You know, you, about yourself too.
0: you have to form opinions about certain things. Yeah. So, um. One of the most uncomfortable conversations we had was about whether or not we thought, cause it was on the news, whether or not we thought pedophiles should be able to have access to sex dolls that are like children. That was uncomfortable as hell. Yes. But we actually came up with an opinion without saying just fucking kill them which is okay in a world where that's not an option yeah what because that's isn't that here's i think where people fall into problems with where i think that we get the most success out of our conversations if you will although we get a lot of humor out of them too but the most i think success just between ourselves learning things or whatever yeah where well, that could be helpful to people listening. The point is, is that there's idealist and there's realist, and we are both. We understand what the ideal world looks like, but we are capable of letting go of that ego that we think about. Well, this is the way it should be, and I'm not open to anything else. We don't right. do that. Yeah. We realistically, though, these people exist, yeah. and 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 there are victims. These viewpoints
1: of exist, and these yeah. right.
0: And how can we, as a as a realistic person, how can we deal with that in a manner which leads us more towards the ideal world? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think that's kind of how we approach almost all taboo, divisive topics. Right. Uh, you know, in a very vague, metaphoric manner. Yeah. What I mean? So. And
1: then sometimes it's just really obscure, funny shit that we want to talk about. Like, can I give you one of these articles?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's go get into that.
1: <laughs> um, I figured this one was pretty... Um, on the nose considering Vanessa and I are going on a cruise
0: yeah, next month. Yeah, yes. That's the right.
1: Next month already. Um so when I was scrolling through <laughs> Facebook and I clicked on uh a huff post weird news. Um I saw the the headline man escapes whale's mouth after being swept inside while snorkeling. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck.
0: <laughs> like, well, maybe escaped alive. I feel like you'd be kind of okay with that because you're like obsessed with whales. Dude,
1: I'm obsessed with whales. We're gonna go snorkeling in the Bahamas. I'm like, how fucking awesome would it be to be in a whale's mouth? Like, how fucking cool is that? So
0: Uh, I, I opened up. uh, What's his name? Moby Dick. Who's the guy from the story? (laughs) Moby Dick. No, 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 no. Moby Dick is the whale. All right. Who's the guy that got stuck in the whale? He would argue with you. Jonah. (laughs) Jonah and the whale. Are you talking about the Bible? (laughs) Look at me. Do I know anything about what I'm talking about?
1: I think what you're talking about is Jonah and the whale. The guy who lived in the whale for a while. I think it was Pinocchio. (laughs) (laughs) Pinocchio. move on okay
0: okay <laughs> want a fucking whale wasn't that cinderella what disney character was that i'm
1: pretty sure it was pinocchio somebody let me know all okay, right so uh rainer just, just not get eaten by
0: a whale thank <laughs> you
1: rainer schimpf uh is a south i schimpf s-c-i-s-c-h-i-m-p-h all right is a South African dive tour operator who was swept into the mouth of a whale during a sardine feeding frenzy in February. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he the, lived?
1: Yeah, the 51 year old was snorkeling. I was snor- like, ugh,
0: get this out of my mouth. <laughs> it
1: really is kind of like that. Uh, the 51 year old was snorkeling near Port Elizabeth. How disgusting are we,
0: first of all, that the whale would rather have sardines in its mouth than a human well, being. Well, it's
1: just like a shark. They don't really want us. <laughs>
0: don't tell matter <laughs> Don't tell the baby that <laughs> sharks eat people. He loves sharks right now because a baby shark. <laughs> I told Sarah she was getting sick of it. It's just driving her nuts. You pull this baby, this two year old out of his crib and, I, and I've done this, pulled uh-huh. him out of his crib while I was there and he will look you dead ass in the eye before you even get to the door. Shark, shark, because you want to watch baby shark and it, his mom was saying, I'm going insane. Right. And I said, listen, just put on Jaws. <laughs> we'll <see if> he, <laughs> we didn't do that, but we thought it was pretty funny. Let's see how much this little shit likes sharks
1: now. <laughs>
0: uh I like it more. Cool. <laughs> so he
1: was uh this was back in February. Well, not back in last month. Uh he was sucked head first into a bride's whale's mouth. Uh photographer was actually like on a boat nearby when this started happening. And so he starts snapping pictures. So there's actually, I'll put it on the Instagram, there's actually pictures of him being like
0: sucked into this whale's mouth wonderful i can't wait to see the comment saying it's staged and fake why would you have a camera
1: yeah yeah i mean cameras
0: everywhere now (laughs) right out and ready to record if they're not already taking a selfie
1: exactly um he said about the experience uh there was no time for fear or any emotion i knew instantly what had happened I knew that a whale had come and taken me and I instinctively held my breath, assuming that it would dive down again and spit me out somewhere in the depths of the Indian Ocean. Um, luckily the whale spit him out almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is good because a brides whale can actually dive for five to fifteen minutes and reach depths of a thousand feet. So so he would have died on the dive. He so. yeah. He I mean he could have seriously been fucked, but it they said it it spit him out almost as soon as it Took him in. (laughs)
0: Wonderful. (laughs) Um, uh, I wonder how these stories end up in the Bible. This is how people, yeah, yeah. things happen. Yeah, shit happens. If you've ever played telephone, by the time a village person told the story of what they saw, it's he lived in the whale for a month. Right. Well, I told you about. What I, I was reading, I can't remember, but I was reading
1: a like dragon mythology stuff, and they were saying that the whole reason why dra- the myth of dragons came to exist was ancient people finding dinosaur bones. Right. And bringing them back and being like, these are the bones of this fucking thing I just slayed. Right. And in their you know heads they've never seen pictures of dinosaurs they don't know anything about it so to them there are these huge mythical beasts and now we've just played telephone for
0: the t-rex yeah yeah
1: so shimp says uh it was an interesting experience for me but surely nothing i'd like to do again i don't think i had a whale of a time but i know (laughs) but i
0: (laughs) but
1: i now have the inside knowledge of a whale which nobody else has Which I'm not entirely sure that's true since there's, like, marine biologists. He needs to
0: calm down is what he needs to do. He's trying to milk it. Uh, What's next?
1: I mean, he's 51. It's a cool story.
0: God bless him. I love him. Who's next?
1: Uh, I have uh, Irish church begs thieves to return 800-year-old crusaders' mummified head. (laughs) So
0: <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that.
1: So uh in Ireland, they have this like big. Andre,
0: your people need to get it together. Andre's <laughs> my friend. He lives in Northern Ireland.
1: Yeah. Here's a story. Always for- got some shit going on over there. Here's a story for Andre. So church officials are pleading for the thieves who stole the mummified head to return the body part before it's further damaged. Like, I, I don't know how you could get more. I suppose they could set it on fire. Like, Piss what on I don't know what they're doing <laughs> what with it. To it. Um, it was a tour guide for St. Michael's church in Ireland that dis- discovered the thievery. Uh, the crusaders, uh, the crusader is the, the name of this uh, mummified body that they have. They call him the crusader. The crusader's legs have been pushed up into his torso and his head was decapitated. Mm-hmm. Um, Archbishop of Dublin, Michael Jackson uh, said he was shocked that someone would desecrate this ancient burial place.
0: Um, <laughs> bad time to have that name, my dude. <laughs> my goodness.
1: Uh, uh, the Michael crusader- Jackson. <laughs> is, uh, he's, like, six foot six inches tall, which is, like, unusually tall for... Um, for anybody in that time, especially. Sure. Yeah. um, so he like this crypt brings about twenty eight thousand visitors each year. Um, so it's kind of a big deal for him or for the, you know, it's a big, like attraction. Um, the crusader still has had. Uh, His head, he still had skin, a nose, ears. Um, Visitors were even encouraged to come up and shake one of his hands when they would come visit, which, like, how fucking cool is that? I would totally do that. You're shaking your head. I'm all over it. Um, Reverend David Pierpoint, the church vicar, fears that the more than 800-year-old mummified corpse could deteriorate outside of the crypts because... Of like where the crypt is located, and it's um like atmosphere and climate and all of that. It's kind of kept like these bodies
0: no, I hear you
1: and like really good sure. condition.
0: Yeah, um, like taking in, a steak out of the freezer.
1: Yeah, back in 1996, they were they were vandalized. All it said was a group of teenagers had vandalized the crypts and seemed to be quote playing football with the heads. So, oh my
0: god. <laughs>
1: um but for this one in addition to the crusader the the vandals also desecrated several other bodies in the crypts like the 300 year old body of a nun that had been quote trashed with her head
0: turned around the wrong way sounds like a friday night for sarah before she had kids i'm trashed my head is turned around and i'm just like a nun (laughs) (laughs) how the
1: fuck did i get here
0: why was i not invited it's been 300
1: years (laughs) um they also broke into the family crypt of irish mathematician william hamilton opened a coffin and dragged its quote contents out i i don't know i'm guessing that's just body i i don't know um Local police are investigating the incident and Reverend Pierpoint says, we're not quite sure what the motive behind all of this is, whether it's vandalism or we don't know. I say perhaps Satanism. Oh my God. panic panic or it's just a fucking group of asshole teenagers oh, but don't no. uh don't plan a trip anytime soon because according to the irish times the crypts will be closed to tourists for the foreseeable future
0: yeah no shit there's no one no skeleton to shake hands with over there <laughs> i else? do
1: hope i do hope they find you know whatever because it, it is like a historical thing i mean you know, it, it's not cool.
0: God, yeah. what what's going to happen when you're on the news for walking your dog and you find a skeleton body and you report it to the police and they're like, local woman, Sarah walking her dog, found a skeleton. She um, laid with it, took selfie, shook its hand, made a secret handshake, then she called the police.
1: No, it would be report more like, body. local woman found a body, then did her research, figured out a bunch of clues, and caught the fucking murderer. Here she is to accept her <laughs> award. <laughs>
0: better shout out our podcast man <laughs> no
1: we shit, all
0: that shit together uh here's yeah, a like good one the podcast i'm like you reported it right
1: <laughs> we
0: no we, we how are we gonna get our <laughs> award and the key to the city when listen we
1: have it. a scoop to the story we are breaking <laughs> news
0: yeah
1: uh in in other breaking news uh lincoln the goat elected mayor of a small town in vermont
0: listen they <laughs> elected a the guy who um <laughs> I know him from Howard Stern, but he owns uh, the Bunny Ranch, which is in Vegas because yeah. prostitution's legal there. Make
1: pretty sure he's dead.
0: He ran for governor or mayor or something. Mm-hmm. He died and then later won that election. <laughs> what are we doing?
1: Well, listen, I was super excited when I saw this. So I picked it and I was like, I saved it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to this tomorrow and write up my story. I was super excited because I fucking love goats, right? Anything with an animal. I'm like, an animal. awesome. An animal in power? An animal. Perfect.
0: Okay. With
1: um, but With I read the article and like the most interesting Pagan. interesting thing about it is the headline. Uh yeah. basically a three-year-old Nubian goat named Lincoln is poised to become the first honorary pet mayor of the town that I didn't even care to write down in Vermont. What a town. <laughs> he beat out other candidates like dogs, cats, and a gerbil named Crystal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Crystal, that bitch. She just had too many scandals. (laughs) She didn't stand a chance.
1: Yeah, what a slut. Uh, My last one, uh, man accused of choking driver for singing Christmas songs in March. And listen, I get it. Like, who the fuck? Who is doing that? (laughs) Why are you doing that?
0: Why are you doing it to the point that someone chokes you out?
1: Why, as a driver, why would you choose that to do that to someone? The They're driver was in- choked out. The driver was the man playing singing. the Christmas songs and singing
0: along' he's playing them on his little radio stereo. Yes. In his I car. don't know if
1: it was a taxi or Uber or what
0: what right? And he's singing. Mm-hmm. And then the passenger just lost it.
1: Okay, yeah. It says a Pennsylvania man was arrested last week and charged with aggravated assault after allegedly, Choking a driver who refused to stop singing out-of-season Christmas songs. Uh, police say Clayton Lucas, who is 25, choked the driver until he nearly passed out. Uh, neither the driver nor the song were identified. So,
0: <laughs> song probably Mariah Carey.
1: I, I, it's probably Mariah Carey. It's a hard time
0: for people. You March know.
1: is a hard time for people. Stop this fucking singing March. Christmas
0: songs.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, police also said that force was needed to subdue lucas after he did not respond to their commands he was very pissed um, but to be totally transparent in this story lucas was being driven from a halfway house to a treatment class when the music set him off so we may be dealing with more like mental illness or drug addiction rather than tell you something you're
0: picking someone up from a halfway house to some other fucking halfway house are you going to do anything besides just sit quietly at 10 to 2 on the wheel Right. Drive them there. Why
1: are you making their life any more fucking stressful?
0: We are assholes. This guy's a victim. <laughs> We're just fucking tearing him apart.
1: I understand he's a victim. I don't think he needed to be choked, but you're picking up a dude from nah. a halfway house. You're taking him to a treatment class. Nah. They're already stressful and tense enough.
0: Yeah, it might have been soft singing. Listen. N- Listen, don't give the wrong impression on this first episode. You're the most empathetic person I've ever met.
1: Listen, who plays, let alone sings a song, sings along to Christmas music? You're gonna die on
0: this Christmas hill?
1: In fucking March, you're gonna die on this Christmas. I hill? will die on this hill. You're ridiculous. I fucking hate Christmas music. I love <laughs> Christmas, love it.
0: Wait till I come and visit you in February. You know what I'm gonna be singing? and you playing on the phone? the
1: fucking snow.
0: Boy, you won't <laughs> choke me, you freak.
1: I might. Uh anyways, Lucas is doing court this week for his aggravated assault charge. I hope he gets the help that he needs. I hope the victim's okay. And I hope he learned his lesson about playing Christmas. Are you
0: crossing your fingers? No, I'm
1: not. I swear. I know. (laughs) I do hope he learned his lesson though. Like what a dick. But he's probably the type of guy that now after this, he'll only listen to Christmas music for like ever. Just to make it a point. Yeah. It sounds like the kind of dick that he is.
0: Listen, he probably got a one star review for that ride. So. I
1: wish I, I wish they would have, you know, released his name. I'd give him a one star.
0: Probably review. already has a whole bunch from it from people who didn't choke him out. They just fucking give <laughs> him one star. This and
1: fucking it. dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you.
1: Yeah. So those were my uh, my weird news stories for the week. I figured I like I don't I don't think I'll normally do stuff like that, but. I figured I'd throw in those funny ones just for this episode since it's kind of a light-hearted, like... Not that all of our stuff's going to be super heavy. If this
0: episode honestly, was a burrito, this is the rice that filled it. Yeah. Those articles.
1: Yeah, it's just fun stuff. I don't stuff. like rice. And this is... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't mean I didn't like your articles. I mean, I don't like rice.
1: <laughs> this is like the rice in my burrito. I don't really like rice. <laughs> but sometimes Chipotle just... I, I feel like... Weird if I say I don't want any rice, so I just let them put. Yeah, it. they on. look at you weird, like what? Right,
0: you don't want any of those. What do you? <laughs> you freak. Um. Well, what about yeah. um? What about ideas for upcoming episodes? Let's brainstorm. Let's do it off script. Let's just see what we can think of. Maybe someone will hear something we say and say, "Hey, that sounds really good," or they'll hear someone saying, "Say, hey, listen, that's stupid." Yeah,
1: I know everybody, like, you know, everyone's like, talk about leaving Neverland or surviving Neverland. No, I
0: know, the staples, right? Okay, so R-Kelly, Neverland, presidential issues right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Abortion's really big right now, right? Because New York passed that law, and it's just a big deal. And I
1: don't really, before we get ahead of ourselves, I don't really want to say what our next episode is.
0: Okay, I know what our next episode is. I won't say it.
1: Okay um i took two notes today wait
0: wait we agreed that we would give a sneak peek to our next episode so people tune in at the Uh, end of well what the hell are we gonna do (laughs) can we give them a hint
1: yeah next week we're gonna be talking about some what would we consider them psychological issues
0: yeah we'll just stop with those two those two we'll keep but what about the first part where we're gonna aren't we gonna start with that documentary on netflix a little bit
1: I haven't totally decided yet. I haven't, I haven't finished So my... then we can
0: talk about it right now as a possible episode in the future.
1: Yeah, but I wanted to tell you the two things I wrote down today.
0: Oh, and I'm just okay. interrupting you. Sorry. Yeah. I'll um, shut
1: up. So in my notes on my phone- if somebody ever were to open it. Listen,
0: don't think, oh, wow, Sarah takes notes. She's the organized one. I have been making docs, trying to get that her to do it. it. She's been avoiding, avoiding, avoiding. And then today, for some reason, she's on fire today. She's been it doing is just... She made our Instagram today, got us likes today. <laughs> she said she's hustling today. She was singing about it. And she's it's been taking organized... notes.
1: organized, what do they call it? Control chaos. chaos.
0: There you go she loves chaos. That's uh,
1: so two possible, uh, show topics I have, uh, incest.
0: Oh <laughs> God, and, hit me right in the fucking heart.
1: And, uh, cult awareness association. I didn't what know that. Talking the- about incest?
0: What are you, in what regard is it? Well, is it moral? Should it be legal? Et cetera. Yeah because we're because i sent you that article of the first cousins getting married and you were like oh it doesn't hurt anybody and i was like yes it does if they conceive it can hurt their kid they can have defects right
1: and i was like i suppose you're right i should probably do some more research on that so i made a note um and then i also found out that there's an organization called the cult awareness association and i love learning about cults so i figured i could do some research on that so they make you
0: aware of cults oh god how have we not said cults yet god bless you you're so smart that's so smart, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about cults. And listen, that's gonna be a scary episode because I really feel like if it goes a certain direction, Sarah will truly, honestly start one. <laughs> she'll be like, hmm, it's legal, making money, people worship me. Yeah. Sounds a lot like high school with you. <laughs> Fuck admit. off. I'm sorry if they're listening, but you guys need to admit that you guys were basically a cult following. Um You're still waiting for Sarah to say something profound every day. (laughs) It's probably why you're tuning in. You're getting right back into it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't say a lot of profound stuff. That's another thing with this podcast is not every episode is going to, like, we're not super intellectuals.
0: We're just normal fucking I'm an intellectual. (laughs) Just kidding. That's true.
1: That's I kind of call back to what we were saying earlier is like, I get on these really big ideas and these really out-of-the-box weird shit, you can kind of like reel me back in. Sure. Whereas you are much more skeptical, fact-driven, um,
0: rational. I might get television to on my shit and get very naive, or not naive, narrow-minded. and yeah. Because I've just grown such respect for you and what you say, if you say something more than once against it or something – I actually listen. It takes a lot to change my mind.
1: Yeah, but, but it will um, at least you will at least try to see my point of view or what. Yeah, I don't just
0: like change my mind. I don't mean to say that. I think yeah. what I'm trying to say is you um, the, the perspective hits because that's really what needs to happen when when I do change my mind about something I'm strongly passionate about, like something I hadn't thought of. You say it, and it really does change how I feel about it. Where most people reject that, right? We all suffer as humans from. Egotistical issues like confirmation bias, which is going yeah. to be another, probably not an episode, but it'll probably be something that we use regularly, terminology. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Confirmation bias, if you've never heard of that before, is basically where you have a bias towards a belief. Maybe you're, just an example, I don't mean to just come out the gun with something so divisive, but maybe you're white and you don't think white privilege is is, is a real thing. You you grew up white, You whatever experiences you have, you don't. And you avoid articles or statistics or information that actually tell you you're a little bit wrong or right. completely wrong. And rather, you follow groups that just confirm what you believe. Exactly. Um, Instead of learning something else. That's what confirmation bias is.
1: Yeah. Or you have like the opposite. No, not the opposite. But you have what I have where somebody like anytime Vanessa tells me something, I immediately want to refute it. Even if I agree, I will That's just like, being a bitch, Sarah. Yeah, I will just play devil. I'll say, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate and, you know, try and argue it from a. a, a oh, yeah,
0: but I love it. That's what I want to hear. And you can yeah. do that even if you completely agree with me. Exactly. At some point, we'll get so heated in the argument. Sarah will have to be like, pause. I agree. I really you. don't give a shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time. You pretend sometimes you care. But you'll say, listen, I agree with you, stupid. And I'm right. like, oh, what are we doing? We're learning. You're
1: learning.
0: Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Devil's advocate. That's a good thing. I mean, I think that's a good thing where you you know, kind of say what maybe someone who knows more about it isn't there to say based on research or talking about it. Right.
1: Well, and it, it's like when you open yourself to other perspectives and what other people are saying, it makes it easier to then play devil's advocate and be like, well, this is what other people are saying. This is how other people are feeling. Sure. How do we respond to that?
0: Yeah. And I'd say i I would hope that one of the things that comes from this from some people listening is that they they challenge those confirmations or they don't they don't listen and get frustrated when we say things that they don't necessarily agree with that they might actually consider it and not be so closed off or closed-minded because I don't think we would be if people came on and gave their opinion or their criticism I think we do a pretty good job of respecting other other people's opinions and perspectives and things like that and and giving it some weight
1: or I might just tell you go fuck yourself
0: yeah, that might possibly happen. <laughs> it
1: depends it's on, on what, the mood. It depends on the kind of day I'm having, yeah, how my exactly. kids have acted that day.
0: So whether arbitrary. or not
1: my husband is, you know, listening <laughs> <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, it, it'll, it'll definitely depend it. on the mood. No, we've already <laughs> agreed ahead of time. I'm not gonna engage in any bullshit. It's
0: exhausting in the Who agreed, way. you and him or you and I? You and I. Oh, like trolls and stuff. Yeah, yeah obviously we're, uh, we're not nice. Yeah, you don't want to give validity to the bullshit. Like if someone said yeah. you know, a certain race should be extingu- uh, exterminated, like the gays, yeah. that's not something you're going to give any validity to. Fuck obviously, no. For obvious reasons. We Mm-mm. We're not saying that we're going to give them any weight. But we're saying if some people have religious constrictions, uh, like my family. I have a family. They're very conservative. They're very hyper religious, but they're very biblically based, which is unlike, in my opinion, other Christians who cherry pick what they want and they make it their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if my brother, for example, my little brother who has a podcaster, The Soul, it's a great podcast for for Christians who want to you know learn more about stuff in the Bible. But anyways, if he takes a certain position on something, and I know the Bible enough, his Bible enough... Uh-huh know where that comes from i don't i'm suddenly i'm not angered by it suddenly i'm not offended by it that he he dismisses my point of view as an lgbt person because he has a bible verse that says don't lean on man's understanding lean on god so he can't he can't take my understanding yeah um so it doesn't bother me anymore does it bother me that we need religion as a society sure but that's that's separate we're we're talking about two people interacting trying to come to an agreement
1: right but then you bring me into that conversation and i'm furious
0: i know you're furious i understand
1: and so it's like, but it's good because then you and I can have this conversation. Yeah, because and maybe I'm I, giving
0: it too much validity. And well, and really I understand.
1: learned to understand how you cope with that. How and you. Your family,
0: I do need to cope with it.
1: Exactly. And so I have, I mean, at first I was so pissed when we were talking about this. Like, tell him to just fuck himself. Like, if he. Who gives it? Like, fuck him. But I did learn a lot from you in that, and in how you cope with that and how you have come to this understanding and that you respect his beliefs. You respect that in in what he believes. Um, And it's really opened me to be able to respect how other people believe i yeah and I'm i got
0: to let go of curious. hurt and anger and animosity right. i might have had towards him because of that
1: yeah you know what i mean
0: and we can laugh about certain things and i i hate to say it daniel i really appreciate the gift but he sent me a book you know g- 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 good good god gay girl or something like that <laughs> and we had a laugh yeah um, and i'm cool to laugh like that but i still appreciate the gift and i kept it i didn't just throw it away right really it at least yeah. I didn't promise I'd read it or anything like that. But he also sent me a documentary, American Gospel, which is, I loved it. It was yeah. about, um, I don't know if I told you, but it's about like, uh, God, the prosperity gospel. So you see the evangelicals talking about will, will positivity in your life and give me money, basically. Yeah, like an MLM. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like an MLM. Yeah. But on a biblical basis, I'm I don't know, <laughs> a biblical right. scale. Um, but how that's not only wrong, but it's not biblically correct. Right. So, um, I thought it was really informative, and I thought it was really well done. Well, your it
1: brother does for you what like my grandma does for me, right? Because my grandparents are pastors, and uh, they're very progressive. They're very the opposite of Vanessa's religious family, where my religious family is the type of uh religion
0: or is the type
1: of Christianity that does kind of cherry pick things. And
0: well, actually. Don't say that because you made a compelling argument against me for that. And I said that about your grandma and I should not have, and I want to take that back and apologize because you said my grandma sees it as most of it or some of it, metaphorical. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. Right. And if you don't see it as literal, then you're actually then then now we're in a whole other area where okay, so they're not intention they're not willfully ignoring certain verses and just avoiding them, right? Right, so they're they're uh they're just not taking it literally. They're taking it as a more of a metaphor, whereas people like my brother take the Bible very literally. they they feel compelled to do it. They feel like that's what they're called to do and what they need to do as Christians to be able to to be that way. um but you're you're you told me your grandparents see it more as a metaphor and and yeah, if they see it more <laughs> as a metaphor, then they're really then they're they really don't fall under that in my opinion. My brother probably would would argue otherwise, but this is my podcast our podcast excuse me right um and I see that as I see that very differently now and I don't I don't feel the way I did so I'm glad that I'm glad that you made that argument for them because it was a good
1: yeah yeah my grandma um she's very loving and um yes I love grandma yeah and she's very accepting of the fact that I'm an atheist um and she doesn't try to push religion on me or anything like that but she will do funny things like anytime she finds a book written by a pastor who happens to have tattoos, mm. <laughs> she will get it for me. Like honestly she, sounds
0: like a playgirl you would masturbate to already. She,
1: like if any if any pastor or youth or I mean uh, religious leader happens to have like a couple tattoos or a piercing or like some wacky hair,
0: she thinks it <laughs> might be something that I would be interested oh in. <laughs> Tell the listeners about that thing you went to with that group and they had that that they to make you feel welcome
1: oh god please <laughs> please it's such a good story all right real quick so when i was about uh 13 or 14 um like i said i was a very angsty teenager um suffering with a lot of undiagnosed Goth, illness
0: emo yeah which are teenage terms for what sarah was just saying Me- yeah. mental illness.
1: yeah a lot of undiagnosed mental illness and i uh obviously dressed like, a uh, very gothy. Uh, hot topic. Hot Moving topic on. movie poster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was walking hot topic, um, and so I had to start going to uh, counseling. And the counselor, yeah, the the therapist I was seeing suggested that I start group therapy with other girls my age um that could possibly be going through the same kind of things that i was going through and that it might be good for me to um you know be around other people like me and, and, and- sarah's a
0: pansexual so let me tell you something she was flirting <laughs> oh she, yeah she was she was she was in she I was like several oh, girls girls only okay <laughs> i'm in it's the only reason she volunteered to do it she was really looking forward to having seances with them and leading yeah. them in the yeah. seance.
1: Raising I mean, to be honest, it wasn't really a volunteer position. It was like, you're, oh. you need to do this. So, so you were very pissed. Uh, yeah, I was not wrong. super thrilled to be uh, part of this group therapy. It was something I'd never done. And to be honest, I felt the whole thing was just kind of beneath me. Um, yeah. So I get to this class. It's like 10 of us in a room. Nobody really looks like I do which looking back now is kind of interesting to me. Uh, you would expect that a whole you know, room full of 13-year-old kids that need group therapy.
0: therapy would look like I do, so outwardly depressed. You were pissed there were cheerleaders there. Yeah, but it was basically... What problems can they have? Yeah, a, a
1: group of me
0: and... They have a lot of pressure, Sarah.
1: That's true. They do.
0: And their mom's probably feed them monster energy drinks and Starbucks.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Looking back, I can see that they probably did have a lot of real issues that at that point I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Anyway. So, the uh the the leader the 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 lead therapist that that led our group therapy she could obviously tell after the first couple sessions that I was not into it like sure. I didn't want to be there this was not my scene and that you looked
0: different from everybody else
1: yeah and I was very uncomfortable I did not want to be there I didn't want to be in therapy to begin with let alone group therapy sure so the next week I come in and everybody sits down. <laughs> And the therapist, uh, we're all sitting in these chairs in a circle, and she says, Sarah, or Sarah, and I think she was calling me Sarah. Sure. Um, we have this great idea, and we're we're super excited today to make you feel more welcome and, you know, more a part of this group with all of us. We're going to have a gothic makeup party. <laughs> and I am like...
0: Let me tell you something. I've never <laughs> wanted to be a part of a group therapy more than I've ever when I heard this story. To be there to see your face. To, I literally
1: oh, I said it. no.
0: Let me tell you something, too. I would not be a good friend where I'm like, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, come on, Sarah.
1: <laughs> Don't you want to be part of the gothic makeup party? This is great. And I so was go just... ahead. How did it go? I'm like, No. I can't is this for real? Like I'm is this serious? I just
0: think
1: it would really help the girls here to get to know you. You know, you'll see that you have a lot more in common with these girls and it will just be like a real open, fun, free. And all these girls around me are like putting on black lipstick and feeling all dangerous and i'm just like (laughs) what the fuck is going on
0: Mm, and i thought they were so bdsm i bet bless
1: my mom because as soon as i told her she was like i'm never making you fucking go back (laughs) that's
0: horrible i don't like that approach at all because my mom was super pissed pissed. you know what it does it kind of even though it was kind of cheesy what you were doing it was very condescending it was very condescending and belittling to your own identity, wasn't it? It was that to me much. is the same as if I came in and we're gonna have like a boy makeover because I'm very gender nonconforming.
1: Right. Okay, you Vanessa. I mean? Today we're all gonna dress in cargo drag. shorts. Yeah. And a white shirt.
0: <laughs> like, listen, they can change in front of me, but I don't want them dressing in <laughs> drag. Please, thank you.
1: Not my kink.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting uh, time in my life. But like I said, good for my mom because she saw that bullshit and was like, yeah, I'm not fucking making you do that
0: So again. I'm thinking you and I should have a gothic makeup party.
1: Oh, absolutely. Now I'm totally down.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that every day now.
1: Well, and I've gone to regular therapy. I'm on good medication. <laughs> I'm, I'm good for it now. Now I'm down.
0: Cool. Back then I was so like. Now we have to do it probably, right? Our listeners absolutely. are going to see us after we've done our makeup like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You'll have
0: to do mine. I don't know anything. I wouldn't know nothing. I would Where to start. probably go blind trying to put eyeliner on. I'll help you out. Because I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not good. No. When you said you wanted me to put makeup on you like a tutorial, I was on board, but I was really scared for you. Aww. Like I thought I was going to do something to your eyes or something. <laughs> Even like with the goddamn video. <laughs> just well, I really just thought you just bitch me out the whole time too.
1: No. Uh, it'll be
0: fun. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I I hope you guys uh, got to know us a little better. Um, I hope everybody's excited about where this podcast is going to go, what we're going to be talking about. I'm really excited for next week's episode, which it's actually not going to be next week for you guys. We're going to actually release this episode and episode two on the same day so that if you enjoyed this, Monday the
0: um, 18th is the i the, the ideal release date. Yeah, you know. ideal release we date. We have is... lives, so shit might happen. FYI, but that's mm-hmm. the goal.
1: Yeah, the goal is to yeah release it on the 18th, right?
0: Monday the 18th.
1: Yep, and so you guys will have this episode, and you know if you enjoyed it and everything like that, you'll have another you episode go right into a
0: real episode, right? Yep,
1: to jump that. right into. So, I'm excited about that. Again, you can uh and we'll some-
0: decide. Later on, right? If we're going to do one a week, once every other week. Yeah. I think once we're we know shoot- about how time consuming it is for everybody involved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to shoot for once a week. Um, uh, I would like to shoot for once a week, but. I'm on board. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just time permitting and things like that. You, we'll do the best we can.
0: Um, <laughs> Vanessa, do you want to force Sarah to talk to you for two hours once a week? <laughs> yes. Thank Absolutely.
1: you. Absolutely. Sign me up. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, again, you can find
1: us on Facebook at This Podcast Sounds Exhausting. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at TPSE Podcast. Uh, you can go to our webpage, which is This Podcast Sounds And you can sure. email us at This Podcast Sounds Exhausting at gmail.com.
0: I was also thinking we'd make like a, I don't know, maybe a group chat or something where we invite original listeners. So, the first. Mm-hmm so many to listen by episode three, maybe. Right. Um, Because, you know, they might have the most input or the best input. Not that anybody else would. I mean, if you're listening and this is 2023, first of all, God, I hope Donald Trump is not president. (laughs) (laughs) But um, And you're going way back. Uh, Feel free to to go on the uh, Facebook page and make a comment or make a suggestion. We have an email. This podcast sounds exhausting at Gmail.
1: Yeah, that's Tell what I was throwing out there. Yeah, you could hop on, hop on our Facebook, throw us a, you know, a comment if you want to start a thread or yeah. uh, something like that. Or if you want, you know, a more anonymous approach, feel free to
0: email us. If you have um, questions, comments, topics. It's a good idea. Someone wants to say something anonymously and, yeah. and have us discuss it. Maybe they're having something that they don't know what they exactly. feel about. Right. Right. Something um, that's
1: weighing on them. That's a lot of that, pressure. Listen, we're not therapists. We're not doctors. We're not psychiatrists. We're not angel card readers. <laughs> no, I do love tarot cards. I just know the you aesthetic. do. Well, that's a listen, whole
0: other episode. That's another episode too about <laughs> mediums and all that.
1: Yeah,
0: You know, predatory yeah. behavior.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we, we don't claim to be any of that. We're two normal women.
0: We're smoking, smoking hot, smoking women. smart, awesome, <laughs> funny chicks. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so we sound like the kind of people you want to listen to, uh, we're excited. And we're going to be hopefully streaming on all um podcasts. SoundCloud, Spotify. Yeah podcast uh, player stitcher what's the apple one apple podcasts i believe is... well what,
0: what a fucking name i could have thought of right
1: <laughs> the so, apple
0: Podcasts called
1: uh definitely um subscribe podcast to player. us so yeah. that you know uh you get a notification when our next episode hits uh, and i thought
0: your sister had a good idea she mm-hmm. watched or she listened with a friend if you've got a friend where you feel like you guys have similar conversations for and sure maybe- while or whatever the case may be, yeah. listen with a friend. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, whatever. They're probably yeah. going to be about an hour in length in average. So, I mean, your commute is a good time for it.
1: Yep.
0: um We're probably going to break into at least half, right? Some episodes are going to be so intense, they might even be two parters or the full. Yeah, episode. for sure. Yeah. But it might be in two parts. So you can at least pause or or uh-huh. resume it your time. I yeah. hope
1: so. That's when I like to listen to podcasts on my like commute or while I'm clear
0: perv and you're just going to pull one out at night to us. We don't care. We're flattered. Thank you.
1: Whatever gets you to no the unsolicited
0: picks. Thank you. <laughs> well, Sarah just give your email for those.
1: No. No.
0: No, I don't <laughs> I <understand>. want it. <laughs> let's <laughs> just put that out there right now yeah oh no
1: fucking thank you
0: yes. <laughs> how about we'll that if someone we don't like their email
1: yeah <laughs> maybe yeah, one exactly. of our listeners
0: wants them when you just say hey please forward your unsolicited dick pics to her to so
1: what yeah we'll do that for sure if you want dick pics <laughs> let us know uh, <laughs> we'll put you on the wait list and when we get one We'll just send it right to you. Yeah. You can do with it what you will. That's right. No, ju- this is a judgment free zone. Is Although there a Donald Trump email? <laughs> there, <laughs> is. <Send them> there. <laughs> there is.
0: There
1: is. Mike Pence, actually. <laughs> Let's do be on my Some path. sort of uh, FBI list for the future, but that, that's where we'll put it. But yeah, thanks for listening, you guys. Hope you had a good time. We sure did, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.